everyone, and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast, episode 352. I am your host, Jordan Viorti, and joining me today is the excellent Krista Hoog. Hello again. Hello, hello. Great to have you. Good to be back. As always. Uh, good still here. Uh, yeah, back, still here, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you're just, you're Time just has no meaning. <laughs> and... Joining us uh, again for the first time in since forever is on a uh, motorbike. Apparently, oh that's my god, that's me. that's me. I'm sorry, my window's like wide open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just rolled in on her motorcycle. <laughs> up for uh, Dana like Lee. Yay, that's me, and I like to make an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me just. Uh, okay, there we go. Sorry. Put up my kickstand. We're good. The window was <laughs> wide open there. Sorry. Which would have been problematic when the train that's like two feet away from my house rolls in. Is he on a train? I don't know. It's his first time. It's fine. Uh, I gave up this life. I'm riding the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I got my hobo yeah, stick. All right, well, let's just, uh, let's get right into the news, shall we? So, um, we got the announcement that Nintendo is deciding to open up a museum devoted to their long history of gaming. Um, it's going to be set in the, I guess it's uh, the uh, now defunct um, factory that they had that was, or they're renovating their, um, their the, one of their factories in uh oh my god i can't even i might i don't even want to say this because like i'm gonna butcher the pronunciation on it so uh let's just say it's in japan (laughs) um uji the uji ogura plant yeah yeah um you're saying that like you know chris you're like yeah that's normal why don't you know that that's that sounds right that's good listen i know a little i've I've dabbled (laughs) I've only seen three places in Japan, so it's. Uh, I know Japan. We're good. I know Tokyo <laughs> and I know Kyoto, and. Wakarimasen. I think I know that because there were and, like, Olympics um, there when I was a kid. Akihabara. I know that place. Yeah. That's that's the nerd district. That's too many syllables for me to handle. <laughs> that's the ah. So you've played Persona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ah, I, <laughs> you know I could. I see you're also a man of culture. <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Does everybody have a case of the giggles today? What is going on? Okay, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, I'm just picturing so, Dylan Defoe saying that. So that's that's. Yeah. All. <laughs> I'm so glad you got that. Um, so yeah, I guess yeah, this is this is pretty cool. Like you know, it's it's kind of like. Um, uh, what um, David kind of said in his article that, it, it, you know, it's it's this sort of like further expanding of this like physical space that Nintendo has been uh, sort of dipping their 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 toes into, um, you know, starting with uh, the, the Super Nintendo world, which I, I really like I, I really hope more construction is going to start on soon because I like, you know, they have the Nintendo a- or the, the Mario area, but if I'm not mistaken, like they're supposed to have a whole bunch of other areas. It's supposed to be like this, like giant Disneyland that has like you know a Zelda area and a Kirby area and a Metroid area. Like I want an Animal Crossing area with hybrid flowers and a full rainbow garden. That's I honestly do. I think there is <laughs> there was supposed to be like because you know I think I think they're trying to they were trying to focus on their like main franchises. If I if I remember correctly, like when initial talks about. Uh, nintendo world was happening like they're like they they kind of mentioned that there was supposed to be like this the first area they were going to build was going to be mario and i think i heard something about how the second area they were going to build was going to be donkey kong and i think the third one was was going to be zelda and then i'm I'm not sure where they were going to go from there because i think i remember people talking about how like there was maybe like they would combine like the star fox and metroid areas into like a you know like a space area so i yeah i don't know but like it's like there's, there, there really is like it's a it's a hard one because there's so many like like good nintendo properties that you would want to put into like a theme park right and just ju- judging by the aerial shots of what they already had built in the existing park that's that's open now it doesn't look like they've like they, like they left a lot of space to expand it 
Yeah, so that's that's the weird thing. It's like, why would you make a place called Super Nintendo World and only make it Mario? I mean, that's at that like point, you could just base, call it Super Mario right? World. But no matter what you do, somebody's going to be upset. Like, you can pick all the, like, prime games that we all grew up with, but somebody's going to be like, well, why isn't this there? And then I'm going to be sad. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but I feel like there, there, there should be at the very least, like if you know, if again, if it was supposed to be this monument to Nintendo, like there should, like Mario's a given. I feel like yeah, Donkey Kong is kind of a given. That's where like it all kind of originated from, right? Like, and uh, you, you, you're definitely gonna have to do Zelda. Yeah. Metroid also, like those are the those are the, the kind of the staple things, right? Um. But yeah, so that you know, and this this I mean, the, the news of like a Nintendo museum was like kind of interesting to me. Although I thought it was kind of like weird because don't they already kind of have that in the Nintendo store in New York? Like they have a little area that has like like little like little tidbits. Like don't they have that like charred Game Boy from that uh, soldier who got hit by a grenade? They might have like a like a few displays or something, but this yeah. will hopefully be a little more you know comprehensive. Um, and to have it based out of a building like where they used to manufacture playing cards before the video game days, like you know, that adds that extra layer of history, I guess. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, it is something more comprehensive. Like, like they're basically pulling a page out of the Disney book here. Like, hopefully, it's as in depth as some of the stuff that Disney has on their own creations. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe you know, and it's just it is it is one of those cool things where it's just like it's not like. It's really, it's really nothing like hyper remarkable. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna fly to Japan specifically to go to this museum, but like, if I was already there, maybe I'd make a trip out. Oh yeah, I, I definitely want to add this onto the itinerary someday when I yeah, eventually it, get over to Japan. It would definitely be a part of like when you're there. Well, you have to. It's like going to Atlanta, and you're like, you have to go to the Coca-Cola factory. I don't know why, but you have to. <laughs> oh, I, I messed up then. I've not gone to the Coca-Cola factory in Orlando. <laughs> that does seem kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, at least in my, in my, like, dreams, you know, there was something about going to, like, like, when I was, like, when you're playing, like, Fallout 3, and you go, to, you go to the Nuka-Cola plant, and yeah. it's, like, there's something, like, kind of interesting about it, even though it's all nuked out. Well, actually, I, I, I have been to the Heineken factory in Amsterdam, and that was interesting. Oh, so. everyone's been to the Heineken factory in Amsterdam. Well, I've been <laughs> one place overseas, and that's it, so don't... <laughs> All of my trips overseas were like in high school with a choir, so you know I wasn't bumping. <laughs> like <laughs> it wasn't great. I have music. I have music yet. trips were for fun in high school. I don't know. They were, but like you know, I wasn't going to a beer factory. I'll tell you that much. Well, I, mean, I should hope not. It's a high school the tower, <laughs> but nah, not cool. <laughs> I have yet to really extensively travel. I got to travel once last year at the start of the pandemic, which was like. Holy crap! You know, hindsight being twenty twenty and all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally twenty twenty. But you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a simple man. I mean, you could blindfold me and just drive me out to like a forest in like I don't know Sudbury and be like, yeah, you're in, you know, you're in Sweden this now. And I can just be like, yeah, okay, that's about right. <laughs> oh, that flight was smooth. <laughs> Weird. I didn't even have to like. Well, board. you know, it was just. <laughs> It was just that this like this funny thing that I was thinking about like when I went uh, to Putacana last year, right? And I, and I and I stepped into the ocean for the first time, and I was just like, I was like, you know, like you could take me to a really big lake and tell me it was the ocean, and I'd have no reason not to believe you. Like, <laughs> like you Fine. know, it's got waves. It's got like you know movement. It's, just make it's sure water there's no bar nearby. <laughs> body of water you just tell me it was the ocean i'd be like yeah it checks out just play some jimmy buffett and you know <laughs> complete the illusion that. pour some I, salt I nearby so, so it tastes a little different and there you go like i said in school we got to go where i where i went to high school we were one of the biggest choirs in north america i know i know humble brag i'm so cool Ooh. but uh, we got to <laughs> We got to travel to some pretty cool places. And like my dream trip is Italy. The year I graduated, the following year they went to Italy. Now I got uh, to go to Paris and I got to go to London. Like I got to do some cool stuff, but like, I was like, can I just come back? Like I'll, I'm 18, but I'll chaperone. <laughs> I, just, please? I, know I mean, I'm just, 
I was also a high school music kid, and uh, but I like nine eleven was like my grade nine year, and they did not let us travel anywhere. Like we had to fight to get a trip to Toronto. Oh, like that's how bad it was at that time. But then, like, and then the year after I left, there's a huge trip to Vimy Ridge for the anniversary of that that I could have gone on. But we got yeah, so I missed out on everything. That you couldn't take a plane to Toronto. Well, not a plane, but London. Like they didn't want us going to Toronto for field trips. That's, that's pretty nuts. I mean, it was nine eleven, man. I mean, it yeah, scared everybody for years. You're not I'm gonna miss out on all these cool high school experiences. I suddenly got called old. <laughs> or feel old. Especially from, especially from <laughs> London to Toronto, like that's like a like a like a three hour, four hour yeah, drive, like, two hour drive. Yeah, on a, on a you know on a highway, like you're not crossing borders. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it didn't make any sense to us then either. Why did your parents drive you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, I think like, a lot of people, a lot of people said it. Um, you know that like the first time you travel, you kind of get the bug for it, and it's a hundred percent true. Because like, you know, as soon as I got back, I was like, oh man, I want to, I want to do that more. Like, I was super nervous about being on a plane, and I thought like I was gonna yak, and I didn't. Um, Yay! Right, it was a really easy humble flight. Bread, humble bread. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't puke. Just say it. I don't big deal. Kind of a big deal. Um, but, you know, but also, like, it was a very, like, very easy, like, trip, right? Like, it was a two-hour plane ride, like, yeah. um, you know, I was, I was looking, as soon as I got, as soon as I got back, I was, like, looking up, like, trips to, like, Japan and stuff, and that's, like, a, that's a lot, a, that's, like, a 14-hour plane ride, if you go straight from, and there's, like, there's, like, layovers and shit, like. Yeah, that needs to be, like, a two-week investment of your life just to that's what I, I think, yeah. how sad is that i go to like an amazing place i'm like i just want to go home and then i go home and i'm like i just want to go on a trip <laughs> well i think i think there's an easy way to do it because my friends um they, they they took their honeymoon in japan and i think what they ended up doing was like they, they took a plane to like taiwan or something and then from there they like kind of just like traveled uh to japan because you can like you can like catch a ferry or something from there and so like it was a bit easier to do it that way it was a shorter flight and it was actually like a bit easier to do it mm. so um but but I yeah this is this is one more this is one more reason why i need to take like a full two weeks when i eventually go to japan because there's so many things like I'm now also... this that i want to, to go see oh yeah no 100 percent. i'm also i mean you could wait like three though. years when <laughs> so, like, nintendo I'm... world comes to orlando yeah that's true that's true but yeah, so, you know, cool, uh, cool Nintendo. See, but like museum. I said, they could just put it in a game. PlayStation did it, and it was pretty cool. And if I yeah. can't touch the stuff, I don't want any part of it. If I can't yeah, play with it. You can't touch the stuff in the friggin' Astro's playroom. You can just, like, rotate it and look I'm at it. I'm telling you, those are my two. I either need to be able to go to the museum and touch all the things. Or put it in a video game so I can sit on my couch. These are my. Well, options. I'm sure you probably will. I mean, it's Nintendo, right? So I'm sure you know because they. You just look at how they sort of like inter, uh, integrated like a certain degree of interactivity into like Super Nintendo World. I'm sure yeah. they'll have some kind of like interactive like elements in a in a museum, right? If they're gonna make it available yeah. to the public and specifically like kids, right? Yeah. They'll probably have little Game Boys you can play with, and everyone gets their own Nintendo Switch Lite. Hey. <laughs> That's your parting gift when you leave. Well, that's why you stop through the gift shop, right? And buy, like, consoles. Oh, God, the gift shop. (laughs) I never even thought about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. It prints money. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm doing all the work for you, Nintendo, if you're listening. (laughs) Oh, damn. I'm I'm sure that was one of the first files they opened up when they started planning this. What what are we going to sell in the gift shop? It prints money. I'm pretty sure all these places begin with the placement of the gift shop relative to everything else. I mean, the, and the building itself is really like nice too. It, it, it look, it's very reflective, like of Nintendo. I think. Yeah. They just need like a topiary that's like shaped like Mario, and then that'll be fine. That'll be it. <laughs> Some Pikmin outside, maybe. That'd be cool. No, I'd be super into that. That's another weird childhood thing. My brother's significantly older than me, and I used to want to watch him play Pikmin all the time. And I was only allowed if I didn't make a sound. And if I, like, breathed too heavily, he'd be like, ouch! And that's, oh, that's my memory of Pikmin. You know, you know, Dana, you you got off easy. I used to watch my brother play Mario, and anytime he would di- he died, he would, like, slug me. <laughs> which which led to this one great, this one hilarious moment when we were, we were playing... Um, 
where I was watching him play Mario and he kept dying. And I swear to God, there's one point he got so frustrated. He like latched onto my arm, like a, like a leech. He just bit me in the arm. And I was like, I was like, at that point I was just like fed up. I was like, you know what? I'm not sticking around here just to keep getting like hit every time you die. So I, I got up and I left. And then like five minutes later, we just heard this like angered scream and this giant thud. And my brother had kicked a hole in the wall. Because he died. That could have been you, man. That's what I mean. I was like, Either I wasn't there. Hole in you, or you were the hole in the wall. Either well, way, I was, I was acting as the lightning rod, right? Like without without me there, <laughs> his rage knew new bounds. Your parents come at you. Great. Now there's holes in the wall. Why couldn't you just stay? Your wife didn't just take your beating like a man. <laughs> That's a weird turn. Well, yeah. So that was that was uh, that was growing up with my brother. <laughs> Starting, starting to get some clarity here. Yeah, well, well, I'm so so vicious towards games like Biomutant. Game nope. equals anger. Oh, Game no, equals anger. We brought it around. You said the magic word. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh moving on. Um, Swiftly. So, so uh, you know, as as we as we all know, um, this month is Pride Month. And um, this has led to a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, I don't know, I want to say, I want to say cynical, Um, like, my, one of the, one of the best things I've been seeing on, on, like, Twitter are people like, you know, I mean, it, I laughed when I saw it, like, just by itself, but then seeing everyone's reaction to it was like, just like, you know, that, like, perfect, like, moment. Because even like Disney put out a tweet that was like you know the 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 rainbow flag and like the you know the trans flag, but like behind a bunch of like Disney characters and it was like everyone is you know included under the rainbow blah like you know bullshit nothing tweet, and all these people were very quick to point out like just how like rigid Disney has been over the years like cutting care like gay characters out of there out of their like shows or like canceling shows because they like featured like prominent like gay leads and so like you know i just it just you know every time i see this like it just it it it, i don't know it it upsets me because it's just like there's a certain there is a certain line between like like actual like actual inclusion and you know this kind of like what what seems to me to be like cynical like inclusion for inclusion's sake or like you know just to have a press release um so which 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 brings us to our point you know so they rebooted rugrats and mm. uh phil and lil's mom uh, is now uh openly gay which is fine I, I know a lot of people were wondering why like her husband was like sort of like absent from you know when it initially launched mm-hmm and so now this is this is the reason because she has sort of come out, um, and yeah, I mean I feel like it's a net positive no matter no matter what, but at the same time it's just like I I don't know, I don't know why well, it feels I cynical mean, to me. Did you? Yeah, it's like they're throwing throwing us a bone, you know, uh, but it, it was a character that everybody was already like, wait a minute. Well, because yeah, I feel like you know because that's the thing, right? It just—I think that's kind of why I think it feels a little cynical to me. Because like, you know, yeah, like you're right. Like you know, in the original uh, Rugrats, like Betty was always kind of like the you know the butchy mom who can like bench press her husband, and you know, and yeah, Howard was this like kind of like little like weaselly guy. Um, which I think was, uh, you know, was supposed so it's very to be stereotypical the joke. Too, right? Yeah, yeah, like you know, the beta male. Like it's, it, I don't know. It's like very. Like, I guess that was the joke. Yeah. But at the same notion, it's just like but it's now like we've just that joke into. You know, like let's not make it a joke if we're gonna do it. <laughs> no, and you know, yeah. that's, well, and that's that's the thing. It's just like you know, when you when you're like going over the cast of like, okay, who can we, who can we afford to get rid of? Well, we can't get rid of Chaz because you know he, Chucky needs to have a dad. We can't get rid of Dee Dee and Stu because you know, obviously, like yeah, they're you know Toby's parents. We can't get rid of um, uh, her uh, Stu's brother because you know Stu's brother. We can't get rid of. Um, um, angelica's mom you know we can't make her why know. can't we have a 
new character? Like, why does it have to be? You know what well, I mean? I think, like, why I think couldn't even they're... have put in the effort to to really? Okay, fine. I guess. I think because <laughs> they're leaning hard in the, into the idea of like rebooting it, like and and keeping it as true to the original as possible. That's why, like, you know, Dill isn't there and Kimmy isn't there. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. It just you know it's. It just, it just, it really does feel to me like it, it just kind of like the fact that they like had to make like a point about it. Like I know, you know, uh, you know, I know I'm going to come off super ignorant saying this. Um, I'll protect you. And uh, <laughs> maybe and like, well, because, and, you know, and like the, the, the voice actress who, who, who's doing, um, who's doing um, Betty now, like, you know, had a lot of like really like nice things to say about it. And, you know, and I, and I definitely, like, I feel that, you know, mm-hmm. um, hold on a second, I'm trying to, trying to find the, find uh, trying to find the article where she was talking about it, because she, you know, she. Well, she's a part of the community too, though, so. Yeah, exactly, yeah, I'm sorry, I was, I, I, I was, I got lost in my, in my You're scrolling, fiction, and yeah. I forgot to mention that too. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right, so it's just like, like, like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's net positive, no matter how you slice it, um, yeah, you know, she was, she was saying, um, that you know that like Rats was a show that she grew up with and it was really like influential to her so to have the sort of like representation within the show um is is great right mm-hmm. but like at the same time it just i don't know why like it, it makes me think of like yeah like that same like disney thing where like literally every time they they, they put out a, a new movie and they have like a character who you know has like a two-minute appearance and just offhandedly mentions like their like partner you know, and 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 then, and then everyone rushes to the headlines to be like, "Oh, meet meet Disney's first openly gay character." Like, like Lafoe <laughs> was the first openly gay character. Then that cop from that you know fantasy movie was the first openly gay character. Now there's this new character in Corella Cur- who's like the first openly gay character in a Disney movie. It's just like, okay, where does it end? Like, you know, like why does it always have to be, um, you know, this like this thing where people can just have a press release about it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it probably ends when Screen Rant stops getting cloaks for saying that over and over again. But uh... well, I mean, I, I've heard I've heard a lot of I've heard I've heard some rumors that have that are kind of like hinting at or supposedly like there's a lot of groundwork has been laid to potentially make Elsa the first like openly gay Disney princess. Um, so I guess we'll see when that happens. You know how much goodwill Disney will rake in on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something, and to be, cl- to be clear, I am not straight, so, like, this isn't coming out of a, a, a straight girl's mouth, but um, why do I need to know about a Disney princess's sexuality? Like, well, I, I, get, I get that we want, we want, you know, we want our kids to be able to look up and see something and whatever. Then, then make something about that. Don't just take something you've already done and you've already worked on and be like, oh, by the way, she also likes girls. Wow, like, I don't want it to wow. be an afterthought. What a what you're what an ally. Boo. No, like, <laughs> no, I, I am that, that girl and that I am sense. that kid that didn't like I'm 32 years old and I'm just just getting comfortable saying things like that. So yeah, representation would have been great growing up, but I want real representation, not afterthought representation. That, that, that kind of ties back to the cynicism you were talking about, Jordan, right? Like, well, yeah. you know, just, it, like that's just the hollow gestures to say, oh, after the fact, hey. two years after Frozen 2 came out, oh, Elsa's gay now. Like, you could have just done that in the movie. Right now. Well, yeah, like, there, there, there was a space in Frozen 2 where they could have had, like established some kind of connection to one of the female side characters. There was a there was a literal yeah. moment where they could have done that and they didn't do it. So don't do it two years later. Well, do it when you can actually say something. Mad now. Do it because you want to and because you think it's a good thing to do, not because the world's rioting about it. Yeah, well, make it organic. That's exactly my point, right? Is that like you know they could yeah you're 100 percent right. They could have done that in Frozen two, but like you could kind of see where they're laying the groundwork in Frozen two, so that when Frozen three comes out and, and it becomes like I guess a plot point or it's something, kind of right? You know yeah. Disney can have their big press release and everyone can you know shower them with praise for doing it right and like you know now because i was you know just like seeing it just kind of made really made me feel like um like kind of how i felt you know i want to say like five years ago when you know the in 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 gaming when like the whole thing about like the female protagonist was becoming a thing and like people were being a lot more vocal about it 
Um, and you could just see like every game company was just rushing to have their game with a female protagonist in it. And like mm -hmm. to a point where, yeah, like as much as it was good for representation, it also did kind of feel cynical to the point where they could just be like, look, we made a game and it has a female protagonist. Aren't we good guys? Like, yeah. I get that. And like being that these are the things that make me like the bad feminist, the bad ally, because I'll say like, why, why, why are well, you doing this? Like, I understand why, but like, could you have done it nicely and not just <laughs> please pat me on the back? Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's hollow. It's hollow yeah. if it doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Like, it's and just, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a quick grab for some karma. Right. And then, you know, they can go on ignoring actual things. Yeah. But and we did that in a game once guys, come on. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like why um you know when I saw when I saw this you know um part of me was I you know I was thinking about um the the Netflix She-Ra um which is really really good if you haven't watched it by the way like sit down and watch it um okay. because because they they actually have um you know some some like openly gay characters in the show but it's not like treated with any big like like reveal or, or any big thing like like you know it, it kind of like it's a, into the like the second season you meet um one of the main characters uh parents and he has two dads right yeah. but it's just like it's just it's just like there's nothing remarkable about it it's just like oh yeah these are my dads right and it's mm -hmm. not like it's not like it's treated like it's some whole thing that he has to like overcome, you know, some like stigma of yeah having two dads or like a Dora who like has been separated from you know basically just like you know humanity and like community her entire life sees this and she's like wow I don't understand this I I can't get around it like it's there's it's it's not remarked upon at all right. And even even in the in the 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 very end, and I'm you know spoiler alert for anyone who's listening, and spoiler alert to you guys if uh, you want to sit down and watch Shira, um, just earmuffs, you know, because um, <laughs> at, at the at the very end, right, you know, it's like the 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 big bad is defeated by the power of love, you know what I mean, um, and that happens to be between you know the main character Adora and her like nemesis throughout the show Katra and it's just like you know their love for each other from both of them like who are like romantically like in love you know just like you know their love saves the day and it's not like again it's not like it's built around this idea of having to overcome you know their their gayness or having to overcome stigma or like having to come out in any kind of way it's just this is what it was it was the power of love you know which would have been the same if it were you know a straight couple mm -hmm the same way as it is it with a gay couple like it's that's not a really really tough balance though like coming from like i said from somebody who de who does like would would have loved representation for so many different things not even just like lgbtq stuff like it's it's great to see something like that where it's just normal and it doesn't have to be a question and it doesn't have to be like a whoa, wait, what's going on here? That's awesome. But at the same time, for the people growing up like this and, and struggling like this, there are issues. We don't want there to be issues. It would be amazing if we could all just grow up and it be normal. But the reason that they put things like that in movies, in games, in whatever, is so that we see people struggling the same way we've struggled. So like I said, it's a really hard balance. It's either choose to show the struggle or choose to say, hey, this is okay and it doesn't have to be a big deal. I think we need a balance of that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I think I'm just, I'm uh, sort of like in the, the camp where like the more you treat it as normal, mm -hmm. like the more it honestly, yeah, it just becomes normal. Right. Like, well, and that's great for the people that are, you know, our allies are, are, are straight or whatever in that department. It, it's good for you guys to, I don't know about you guys, but for people to see that. Oh, you, you guys really? You guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, right? I'm already failing. I'll just leave. Checking my back. privilege here. <laughs> Hashtag. No, but for, for people that fall into that category, it's awesome for them to just see that and see people accepting it and not questioning it and being okay. But for somebody like me who struggled with it, it's nice to see a people seeing it and being okay with it, but it's also nice to see people 
questioning it and having feelings about it and thoughts about it and struggling with it because I did. You don't want to yeah. look at look at every why are all why are they all okay and I'm here struggling because that makes you feel wrong too, right? So like I said, it's got to be a balance and it's a hard, hard balance. It's a hard balance. Yeah, and I'm, I mean to come back to Rugrats too, like. It, if you look back at it, they actually did quite well for the time in presenting different situations, right? Like, mm-hmm. there is there's an episode where the one kid has has or his mom passed away, um, and then there's a whole episode where they dealt with that and like kind of unpacked those feelings that he had. And like you know mm-hmm. the representations of women in that series were always kind of diverse. Mm-hmm. Like the the dads are all kind of like you know not not the uh, not the main providers for the family. Like they yeah. they they weren't afraid to turn things on their heads. So hopefully if the leadership of this new reboot is more or less the same, um, I don't, I don't know how the writer's room compares on this one, but if, if, if they're taking notes from the first series, you know, hopefully this will not just be another case of this hall of representation. We'll actually have some kind of good message. And I didn't even, that, that goes into that. This is just what it is. And it's normal. I watched that growing up and never really registered that there was anything "Quote unquote different about those things that you're mentioning." So that's yeah, like I was like I was I was looking it up, and it's like, well, actually, I didn't stay register for me at the time. Like it, it's just yeah, there. I, I was just like, oh, yeah, okay. All all these things <laughs> that I didn't remember really until like going back and getting a wave of nostalgia reading about it on Bustle. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and you're right because I was thinking about this earlier too about how like the show was always good with stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because even I was thinking about like I, what even when I was a kid, like what I think one of my one of my favorite episodes of Rugrats was the one where they where they do the Passover story, and I remember that 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 episode got a lot of heat. I think like uh, you know not a, a little bit at the time at the time, but like later on because of you know it's it's a representation of of I think it's Dee Dee's parents who are kind of like. Um, you know they're this, they almost come across like stereotypical they're kind of like Armenian Jews. You know, so or like or, you know that kind of like um, like Middle Europe. Mm. So like a lot, a lot of people kind of like clock, you know, were clocking it for like being this like very sort of like stereotypical like representation of of Jewish people. Um, and 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 I remember like like just thinking about it like as a kid like that that to me like never really like even registered right because I was I was so much more interested in the actual story that was being told and kind of like learning about like you know that like the 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 story of passover that like you you kind of look past that stuff right so like it almost there there is a certain degree of like normalcy it does by just like presenting it like um not to say that not not to say that you know those criticisms aren't without merit absolutely mm-hmm. um because you know yeah a- afterwards i think those the, you know her her like her parents kind of like quickly uh were sort of like written out of the show or just or, or sort of like minimized within the show um but yeah no i don't know it's uh it's it, you, you're you're definitely right it's a it's it's a it's a tough line to walk um i don't envy the people that that need to make these things and and you know the people that are writing them or the people that are creating them they all have their bosses and they have all have you know i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna bring up some some reviews somebody's always there to sit there and say you know you're doing this wrong why aren't you doing this this way why did you say this why did you do this so i don't envy them having to live through that when they make these things and make these characters and it can't be easy so it's easy to say why aren't they doing this but it's gotta suck too (laughs) yeah someone's gotta someone's gotta pave the way though i guess yeah yeah for sure yeah and you know, you know, like I was, like I was saying, I think, you know, I, I, I want to see, I do, I definitely, just, I, I want to see just like more, like more, like diverse characters in shows, especially like cartoons that are kind of geared towards kids, just because, like, again, like, you know, not to say that like it's it isn't without struggle, but I think like you know for for like future generations, right, like creating this a sense of normalcy is sort of how we get to a point. Where it's like you you don't ha- necessarily have to struggle as much anymore because it's like, it's like you know it's been sort of like presented in like modern media and to mainstream audiences as this normal thing. If every story is just going to be like you know mm-hmm. this is how much you're going to struggle, like not to say that there isn't a lot of truth to that. It's just like but then like you know that's what you're going to kind of like frame every reference around, right? Like yeah. There should be a way to get past that and just be like, no, this is just normal now. We don't need to talk. Like, we don't need to make a, a whole big thing about, you know, 
whatever your sexuality is. Like it just, it is what it is. And we, everyone, like we can just accept it. Yeah. I mean, there was uh Elliot page recently uh, posted a picture of him with the shirt off, like the big smile on his face. And well, mm-hmm. one of the, one of the, one of the responses to, it I saw was just really beautifully sad. It's like, well, this is what, you know, this is what we, this is what we never see is trans people prospering. You know, I was like, wow, that's so true. Exactly. Like it's all the, all the stories about how is, or about how hard it is to be trans and it is hard, but okay. you know, they, they also need to see that it can be better and should be better. So, yeah. Oh, it's going to be warm and fuzzies. Squigglies, <laughs> <laughs> if but, you will. Squigglies, <laughs> as they're known. But, you know, but also just like, you know, that's that's really, really like the, you know, the least we could do, obviously. Like, you know, we need to see more like effective change in, you know, in, in the higher levels of these kinds of things. Because again, like a lot of people, like I said, like we're very quick to point out that like, you know, Disney, who is like, very, has been historically very like, hard line against uh you know against like real gay representation in their in their movies and tv shows like how how many people do you think are like on on their board of directors are like openly gay or openly trans like probably zero yeah yeah that high up probably very very slim Mm -hmm. so you know what i mean like this this just again it's 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 creating it's creating a, a a normalcy to it to the point where like you know people in the LGBTQ community can actually like get to these like high positions without and, and fear of like stigma. And that's a great like, way to look stigma. at it so long as you're also, you know, so long as we're covering all our bases. But yeah, that is an awesome, awesome way to look at things. We need to just be able to see it so we can all get there. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> I know, I'm the, I am the best ally. <laughs> But a cis man said it, so it's now it's important. Oh my kidding, I'm <laughs> there you go. Deeply you go. problematic. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, well, from from those happy notes, let's move on to the most straight white male that we know. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat here. I might. Uh, I like. I like how Chris Chris laughed because he knew exactly where I was going. <laughs> what we're talking um, about. Hold on, hold on. I need to call the Segway Museum and let them know <laughs> they have a new new entry. Yeah. Um, so, so the new God of War uh, <laughs> delayed. Um, uh, did, did it say how long? I didn't actually read the story. I just saw uh, the headline. It, so they they've said that it's it's moved to a 2022 release window now instead of sometime this year. Yeah, I mean, which is fair. Like, it was you know what? Has it's, it been it's good on them. Not publicly. They announced it what last year at E3 or well, like one one of the shows that summer. That far too, so let them. Why not? Wasn't, yeah, it, well, wasn't, uh, the, wasn't it the state of play that they did last year? Maybe I, I, I feel like it was the PS5 showcase or something. But either way, it was released sometime last year, and you know, like we were saying last week about Metroid Prime and the transparency that Nintendo showed with that. Like this is the same kind of good gesture really like it's it's bad news sure but it's is it that's is it that bad you know would you rather have a bad game this fall or a good game next year like yeah exactly it's the kind of I mean, good pr that's uh the company companies need to build like we need to know these things like you know be transparent about it don't wait five years square enix to tell us that following my seven remake is going to be late <laughs> well and and, and, and not, when you consider too that like the last god of war came out in 2018 like you know to, 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 to try and release a new one in, like, what, like, yeah, like, three years, you know, like, the, you're definitely gonna get put up, like, put up against some crunch, you're definitely gonna get put up against some, like, really, like, rigid, like, release windows, so it just, like, for a game of, I think, of that scope, that, you know, considering, like, yeah, like, just how, how good the last one was, you know, people are going to be expecting a lot and you 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 probably weren't going to get that out in you know 3 years time <laughs> and absolutely not without sacrificing your d- development team you know as yeah. we I've seen all too often recently so good on them i just, you know i hope they they take their time i hope they they uh they develop something something truly great and and you know what i, I mean take even longer guys i mean give people time <laughs> to actually get ps5s Still, yeah, you know, cool. that's a good place to start. Ninety <laughs> percent of them are still in the possession of scalpers, just rotting away in their basements. So, 
This is an absolute win. Yeah, I mean, it... so <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I I was a big fan of uh, the last God of War. I mean, I waited really long to play it. Not as long as I have, because you know, again, I you know, I'm, I have, I you know, I'm I have poor man's gamer guilt, <laughs> so I couldn't get it when it came out. But I had to, so I waited till it was like. Like there was a crazy PlayStation sale. I, I picked up that and Spider Man for like seventy bucks. Not go. bad. And, I uh, still I still haven't played it either. But uh, on that, you know, I, I played the HD remakes on PS3 of the first two games, and it just just didn't win me over. I know they're very different now, but uh, oh yeah, no, yeah, I haven't yeah, really uh, gotten around to this one either. New the new God of War is like night and day from the originals. Um, I mean, it kind of like it, it. It feels very much in the spirit of the originals, but like it's like without the QTEs. Uh, no, there's still QTEs, but like Fortnite. Does that count? Kind of. That's all I got, guys. 100. There's my Kratos running around with a machine gun. Is like it's like basically like it's what the game is. Pretty great. Pretty great. And he can be like shooting raptors and wolves. So come on. He meets he meets Kronos and he like lets him go into the future and get like AK-47s and shit. It's it happens. It's an it's and then and then Mandalorians there crossover as well. Yeah, you know, and then and then he he teams up with Master Chief. This is all canon. It's all happened in game. Yeah, Chris's best friend is canonically a banana man. So yeah. <laughs> no, what well, I, I also what, in a blender on his back, so there you go. Yeah, yeah sure, why not? You know, and uh, Pancake Man is there too. I'm why so not? Sorry, I just came here to throw you guys off track for the day. That's, that's <laughs> all I um, What I what I what I mean to, what I mean to say is uh, is uh, like God of War, like the new like God of War. Um, it's like it's it's got a it's just got a very different game feel because of like how they sort of like change like camera angle and like everything that's sort of like going on. Um, but like it's like you know the way that the originals were kind of like the like the like definitive you know sort of like hack and slash games um, when they came out, it, it it does feel very much in the spirit of those originals. But like it's just yeah, it's still it's totally different. Without beholding to the old style, yeah. No, it's no, like stale. There's, there's still there's still QTEs because like of course there had to be, you know it's 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 a it's a very cinematically presented game. So like, well, how else can you rip somebody's head off without without a QTE? Well, yeah, I mean, there's not as many, there's not as many head rippings off because like Kratos just in general too, was a very like different character in this kind of game. Um, just because of like, you know, everything he's gone through and the, the, the arc of the story where he's like going through this game, like with his son now, boy, yeah, boy. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was great. I mean, I didn't think I would ever get choked up. To the point where, like, I almost, like, I literally, like, almost, like, had, like, tears at the end. I was like, holy shit, did, God of, did a God of War game, like, almost make me cry? Like, what the <laughs> is this? Um, but it happened. It was, it's, it's really well presented. Huh. Yeah, no, it's, it's, if you, if you can get your hands on it, dude, I would highly, highly recommend playing it. And you really don't need to play the originals to, to, like, get the, the, like, the, 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 the crux of it. Like, he, he kind of explains sort of, like, what happened in the past very briefly. Oh, yeah, um, it, it, it definitely seems very detached. Like, the setting is not remotely the same. And No. Yeah. I mean, like, there, there, are, there are moments where, like, if you played the, the previous games, you'll kind of, like, get little things. Like, you know, he does bring up... Because, like, I mean, you know, not to not to get into a, a fucking review of this game, but like, <laughs> like a, a lot of a lot of the story is like because it, because it's like so involved with Kratos and his son, and like and Kratos not wanting his son to kind of like turn into him and like try to show him like a better way, kind of thing. Like there are moments where you get little snippets of the of like what happened in like God of War three, where you know, and and I guess two, um, where like he has memories of Zeus. Because if you didn't get the three, you know, Kratos kills Zeus. I mean, spoiler alert, he kills every god. <laughs> yeah, that's um, pretty much a given. But, but Zeus Zeus also ended up being his father. It was like a, it was like a, a surprise like reveal at the end of the second game. I um, mean, who was who isn't Zeus's child, really? Yeah, Greek yeah, mythology. It's a, it's that's, a shorter list. Yeah. If Speaking of problematic. In, if you lived in ancient Greece, chances are you were Zeus's kid. Um <laughs> So yeah, like there are little snippets here and there where he brings up the fact that he like he did like murder his own father and this and that like, but like it's just it's uh it's not hyper necessary. It's all the more reason for you to not want your kid to grow up to be like you. Oh yeah, really. If you think about it, 
there's kind of a surprise thing at the very end of the game that sort of like hints at what might happen in the future, but um, I'm not going to give that away. Well, the point is, I, I have a lot of time to catch up on that then if this is 2022 Dude, for the sequel. I would, honestly, yeah. I think I, I got through it like in like a week, I think. Um, and yeah. Listen to this guy, Dana, the guy with no kids. <laughs> well, you know, I was also like playing it very like, like slowly. So, I mean, like if you were playing it for like, you know, like a couple hours a night, you could probably get through it in about a week. No comment. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, I mean, and you no of comment. all people here, Mister, I have kids sitting down to play a freaking game like No Man's Sky. You want to talk about that? Segway Museum, are you still on the line? <laughs> Hold on, the Segway Museum's still on the line. Uh... <laughs> By the way, oh man, you got the <laughs> on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, I did play No Man's Sky this uh, this past week. Uh, yeah, I did play No Man's Sky this weekend, and I, I, I've decided it is a no-dads game. Uh, you know, it, it seems to be like a decent, seems to be like a decent premise. Um, granted, I was, I, I did get into it with the express intent of trying to race through to get the Normandy before the event ended, because uh, they added the Normandy from Mass Effect as a, as a freighter in the game. Uh, I yeah. failed horribly at that. Uh, because there came a stage where it wanted me to spend two hours flying to a planet, uh, two hours in of real time, uh, and I could not find a way to accelerate that any faster. And then the event kind of ended. So, um, how the hell, dude? You have a hyperdrive. I, you know that, right? Even with your hyperdrive, it still would have taken two hours. Don't tell him things that are going to change everything and break his heart. You keep. Shh, don't yeah. <laughs> you, no, no, no. It's normal speed. <laughs> I was doing this this arithmetic in my head of like, okay, I I can I can put a rubber band around my controller and walk away for a few hours and get to the planet, or yeah, I can spend two hours. Skyrim, yeah. no, that, that's that's a that's a different kind of hack, I guess. Uh, <laughs> or I can spend two hours trying to find the part to fly there in ten seconds. Uh, so it kind of seemed like a a, a loss for I mean, me. But uh, you get the hyperdrive pretty quickly like if, yeah like if you i mean but that's 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 time invested you need the hyperdrive if you're gonna get anywhere in that game <laughs> it seems to be but again i started out fresh to race through to get the normandy so i'm guessing there were some things i was missing um but of course uh no man's sky fans uh, you're welcome because now that i have tried this game there is a new big update for it prisms which All seems to have now. added oh, yeah. a lot so uh you're welcome cool. for you're welcome for getting that uh, breath of uh, new life breathed into your game for you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, breath of new life has been getting breathed into this game for like the past like three, three years, years now. Yeah, it's been CPR for three years. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really, I you know, and I, I've, I've said that I think I've said this before on podcast. Like, I I actually genuinely liked No Man's Sky even when it first came out. Like, and there was like still like kind of like nothing to do because you know I would just like get really high and put on some Pink Floyd that would just fly through <laughs> space. And it was like really, this really like chill experience. Um, I, I, oh, yeah, I was, you're, I was you're a, played it wrong another then. Way? Yeah, exactly. You're playing it wrong. <laughs> um, no, I mean like, oh, God, holy shit. This is a three hour update. Okay. never mind. Uh, um, uh, yeah, like, you know, no, because that was the, I mean, like, I was a little disappointed at first, too, when I, like, you know, I found my first, like, big subter subterranean cave, and I was, like, I felt like I was playing Metroid, and I was, like, wow, this could be, like, open-world Metroid if we really, like, built on it, and then, like, I explored the cave for, like, three hours, and I found literally nothing. I kept, like, waiting to be surprised by some, like, big, like, alien monster or some shit, and, like, nothing ever happened, and I was just, and then I got lost in the cave. <laughs> of and, course. I was, and i had to like restart my game from from like the beginning because i didn't know how to get out and like yeah like that was a little disappointing but then again like it just like it was just this very like chill sort of like not game um yeah there, there there's a big um there's a big elephant element of it that reminds me of you know the crafting games on on, on steam you know like all these early access pc games like where you're, where you're starting from scratch and building up to that like there's a really fun element of that to it um, and then with the added goal of at the end, you get to blast off into space in a spaceship and then you get freighter and like all this stuff. Um, definitely seems like a good premise there. Like, I, like I've said in the past, like my ideal new Star Wars game would be like a Destiny type clone, uh, but set in Star Wars. And this is like 
the next evolution of that for me. Like I, I would love to see a Star Wars game kind of take some notes from this. Um, blast off around the galaxy. Like, granted, granted, it wouldn't be procedural, but uh, you know, to actually fly around, you know, to to start on some dust ball in the Star Wars galaxy and end up at Coruscant or something would be kind of cool. Yeah, that, that, that's that's one of the things I think that this game definitely does does suffer from. You know, it was I think it was, it was something I talked about when I um when I reviewed uh, Starlink that like you know it like because Starlink had a very similar sort of like vibe where you could sort of like you know blast you had this this, this very like small contained galaxy with these like very interesting planets but it had that same sort of feel where you could just like sort of like land your ship on this planet or fly down this planet you couldn't actually get out of your ship was a which was a bummer um and then fly up into space at any point, right? So it was very No Man's Sky in that way, but, like, it, it, it felt a lot more interesting and, and engaging because rather than do, having this, like, you know, procedurally generated, quote-unquote, like, quadrillion planets that are all just, like, variations of the same six planets, there was more, like, effort put into, like, developing a sort of smaller galaxy with these interesting actual, like, little, like, unique biomes to explore, right? So it's yeah. sort of the same thing with this. If this if this game was like a like a small little like little contained galaxy that had maybe like like twenty planets to 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 explore, or you know, or even just like two or three galaxies that you could sort of like fly between, um, <laughs> it'd be a lot more interesting that way. It, it's a real double edged sword, like because um, the procedural thing can make it infinitely replayable in a way, but the procedural generation has to be interesting enough. And also, like, not set you back. Like, I heard there's people who like spawn onto this expedition map like 20 minutes away from their split their spaceship and whatnot. So, like, you either have to like waste resources building the rover thing right away, um, and th then drive to your spaceship, or like huff it for 20 minutes. <laughs> like, you know, there's like the, it's 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 such a double that it's 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 such a blessing and a curse, right? Like, it it can make it playable forever, or it can make really boring short term gameplay. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, and like 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 we said before, like they have they have really have done so much work to this game to just make it so much more um like interesting and like playable. Like, cause the whole thing, like too, like you know the like the whole freighter thing, like that wasn't a uh you know that wasn't a thing in the first game. Um, oh really? Not no, not real. I think I mean I think you could get one. I I I I'm not remembering because like like the whole like trade element was practically non-existent like the whole like economy just was barely even there so mm -hmm. like that that sort of came in a in in a later update where like they actually made it so that you know you could you could basically just play the game like a trader and just go around like you know you could you could buy a freighter and, and store items and trade them more easily and actually like have this big economy to sort of like dip in and out of and every galaxy has sort of a different economy within it like yeah like that wasn't really a thing in the beginning um yeah i mean kudos to them i mean it's paying off i think the work uh it's kind of unfortunate it's taken this long but uh, the game there is interesting and I'm, I'm looking forward to trying it again when i have more time to dedicate to it instead of trying to <laughs> rush through and and get this uh, this time limited goal but uh and this this new update makes it look even more promising yeah, it looks. I mean, I saw. I just saw a little, uh, you know, a little clip on Twitter that just showed this like giant sandworm like popping out of the ground, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, I do love Dune. <laughs> yeah, it looked. Uh, it it genuinely looked really cool. All I'm thinking of is Tremors now. Anybody? Just me. It was yeah. It was very Tremors esque. <laughs> That's all I got. That's where I went with that. <laughs> I, and and I mean, you're you're right to do that. <laughs> I remember. I remember when I was a kid. We used to we used to play a game on the park. We used to, uh, that we that we called Tremors. And we called was, that gravel, was... but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, it was just it was basically just like you know we everyone everyone was like would like run around on like the play like on like the like the the playground equipment. Yeah. And one person had to stay on the ground. Yep. And if you like, but you had to like you had to keep like moving between like the different like little like. Um, you know, jungle gyms and whatnot. So if you touch the ground, like the person could like grab you, and then you were out. But if you were on the Before playground, us, that was you called safe. gravel. The well, your the game is stupid. With their eyes closed, <laughs> they had to do it with their eyes closed, which was super not safe. And if they thought anybody was touching the ground instead of the equipment, they had to yell gravel. 
Hmm. Okay, now see, we were just we just we just pretended we were just you were like a. What were they called? A, a grabite or something? What were they? What were the tremors called? Grabos. Grabos. <laughs> Grabby guys. I'm pretty sure they were called grabites. Pretty sure it's Pokemon. Uh, no, you're thinking of grabites. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the joke. What the hell are they called? <laughs> I really suck, at <laughs> It's two hours of me in front of a brick wall. It cost eight million dollars. <laughs> How do you sleep at night? Um, On top of a big bed, called? the big pile of money. What the hell are they called? Though? This is going to drive me nuts. Oh, God. I'm just going to call them Grabos. Grabos sounds like that's, accurate. I feel like that, <laughs> I feel like that's the that's the, the the most accurate thing that they should be called. It's kind of like the like the Walking Dead, like where they don't call them zombies, they call them walkers. You can't call them by the thing that everyone knows them by, so call them crabos. Doesn't well, yeah, well, they, well they, didn't the, the governor called them biters? Well, you know, there's different regional dialects, like steamed hams. Yeah, we're, we're, we're defaulting <laughs> to Simpsons quotes here. I, th I think it's yeah. uh, I think it means it's time. Oh god, not until I find out what the hell these damn things were called. Oh my yeah. god, Graboids! Go. I was right. Give us freedom. <laughs> Graboids. Well, we all along, man. I think I've been grabbed already. <laughs> grabbed by the ghoulies. Uh, that was a video game. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up for us as well. Uh, no <laughs> That's what I'm here for. This is why people tune in. Um, bum, 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 ba, dum, this was a game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Done. Podcast yeah, over. Podcast. That's how you were in the Beatles. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> it was my. Uh, that's my. That's gonna be my new spinoff podcast. This is a game. <laughs> Every episode will be one minute. It'll just be like, remember, remember Sonic. That was one, a game. One, <laughs> of, a game. one minute of fury googling and going, oh, yeah. what was it called again? <laughs> Mohawk and headphone jack. That was a game. <laughs> That's not even a joke. That was a game. I had it. Codename Viper. That's a game. I'm telling you, Google it. It's a great. <laughs> it's a great, not good game, but. That's a paddling. I've been talking so long that I'm now like coughing on your podcast. I'm sorry. I think I think it was actually sponsored by like Discman or something because that was a really big deal. And Mohawk and Headphone Jack was like compact discs, and the main character had like a Discman. Uh, it was nah, basically old again. It was basically Sonic on the I Super Nintendo, but instead of rings, you grab discs. Which was the style at the time. I'm speaking entirely in Simpsons quotes. We need to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, yeah. You've we run out of you run out gone. of gusto. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's wrap it up. So, thank you as always uh, for listening. Um, if you want to read about any things we talked about today, uh, you can check them out at cgmagonline.com. Um, if you want to find us on the social medias, we are cgmagonline across all platforms. That's Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook, TikTok. We're on the we're on the TikToks now. Dana's been I posting think, some uh, pretty great talkers on there. Well, I just pressed TikTok. I'm pretty sure we're actually CG Magazine on TikTok. Are we CG Magazine on TikTok? I think we are. God, I went to look just now, but it made noise, so I threw my phone. As um, one does. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, <laughs> CG Magazine. I mean, it's it's some variation of those two things. If you just you'll Google CG Magazine, you'll find us. Um, <laughs> If Look up want... CGM and you'll you'll find it. Yeah, Actually, well, no. On TikTok and Instagram, you'll get the curly girl method, and that's all about hair. Oh, oh damn! Nice. I, you know what? I need that more than anybody. <laughs> I do actually. If you see any <laughs> pictures of me, you'll get why that's funny. I, um, I get it. I get it. I've learned you. Settle <laughs> <Still> down. <laughs> uh, I was talking to the viewers or the listeners. Um, if you want to check me out on socials, you can find me on Twitter at NinjaJordan underscore. I mean, you can find me on uh, Instagram. Uh, it's like NinjaXJordan. It's just NinjaJordan in some in some degree. TikTok as well. I'm pretty sure I'm just like NinjaJordan. Um, I don't post a lot on TikTok. I, I need to. You know, that's how I got to be hip with them kids today. Uh, and you can find me on, you can also find me on YouTube. At Ninja Jordan, uh, Ninja Jordan reviews. I mean, Ninja Jordan plays also. If you search that, it'll come up. Um, Chris, where the hell are you? Us? 
<laughs> uh, not on TikTok. Don't look for me there. Not there. Uh, you can find me on. T- <laughs> Listen, I didn't join. I didn't join Vine. I'm not, I'm not going to join Long Vine. All right. Um, <laughs> it's still pretty short for Vine. It's still like it's just like thirty second Vine instead of six seconds. I mean, that's thirty seconds is a lot longer than six, as evidenced by this outro. Yeah. Uh, um, you can find me on Twitter though at Hoogathy. That's H O O G A T H Y, or on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. Night. And Dana? I am at Kalena. G-A-H-L-A-Y-N-A in all the places. And that's all I got. <laughs> awesome. Well, stay safe out there, guys. Uh, stay inside. Wear a mask. Wear two masks. Um, get your vaccine when you're available. I got mine on Monday. I was really happy about that. Nice. And keep listening to great podcasts by great people. <laughs>